enough. I can't take it, Mom. He's dead. It's been 20 years. What's he waiting for, huh? Don't you think he would have shown up by now? Me, Mike. Me, Chris. And me, Dan. What up, boys? What up? Nothing much, baby. Just living, living my best life. This week, we look at the shocking truth about Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Discuss the merits of having ladies love Cool James as your security guard. And um, have a lovely chat about our top pedo kills. Enjoy. <laughs> there we go. Excellent. <laughs> so, boys, what have you been up to? <laughs> Bonjour. I have, been, I have been, how you say, practicing my French accent. I'd like to um, uh, just uh, apologise to all our French listeners just at the top of the uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, excuse me, but um, I was awarded a B in my GCSE French. But, uh, part of that was because of my accent. So I will, fuck you. I will... I, I've been doing a lot of singing, uh, a lot of not just like around the house, like a whimsical uh, Disney princess and my animal friends. Lies. Um, I, well, I mean, I've been doing that as well. I'm wearing a lovely dress. The breeze is brilliant. Um, it's but a yeah, dress. I, not I, necessarily I, lovely. Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Hello, hello, unfriended. Oh god. Oh, Dan, don't do this again. Anyway, uh, yes, yeah, so I've been I've been doing some singing uh, for stuff that I I, can't, I literally. Oh, I can say one thing. Um, I'm I'm singing the end track of a uh, of an album um, for a guy called Computronic. Um, which is good. I've sang on like three of his songs before and I'm very excited to to finish that off. But all the other stuff is kind of like, don't say anything until it's out. And I'm like, okay, then. <laughs> what about you, Dan? What have you been up to? Precious I think, little... I think we're looking at it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I have been trying to update the website um, and just get that little bit more. That beautiful website. Yeah, just trying to sort out some bits on there. I was going through some of the episodes, so I'm gonna I was gonna add AH rating. So what we give it, whether it's get it watched, oh. leave it out, and things like that, and um, good idea. Some of the content that we add, and then I realised listening to the first episode that I completely missed off half the podcast <laughs> because we did Scream and Night of the Living Dead, and yeah. I only advertised it as being Scream. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna have to revisit. I think we're gonna have to revisit Scream at some point and give it the uh, the full episode it deserves. We did yeah. uh, listening back. We did a pretty good job. We covered mostly Scream and then briefly talked about Night of the Living Shit. Because <laughs> 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 you, you weren't you weren't happy with that, were you? No. So it, from worst films that we've ever watched on this podcast, it's The Greasy Strangler. And then Night of the Living Dead. It's still up there as just an abomination of my time. You know what you're talking about? about Night of the Possum? Living Dead is the... What's what? Possum. What Possum about Possum? Dark. There's for Suspiria. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't that keen on Suspiria. Suspiria is full because it had some hot chicks in it. Possum <laughs> didn't even have that. Did it? Look, when you're scratching the barrel like I am. You've got to, you've got to like um, Night of the Living Dead because that's where we got the phrase chocolate hams from. <laughs> no, it, it is. Uh... It is. That, yeah, that's the only only good thing we got out of that episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that, it was my first one. So I suppose you got me as a result of it as well. Yeah, and we got um, we got community Carlos. I think I mistook you for for Chris, didn't I, or something? There's there's an early episode where I'm I'm like, ah, Chris is continuity corner, and you're like, I'm Dan. I'm like, yes, <laughs> Dan's, Dan's continuity corner. Uh, just to prove that I'm shit with names, it doesn't matter if they're fictional or not. I'm so fucking bad with names. You might as well be Grimes's child and just go, hi, my name is, and I go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that. Never, never fucking remember it. Chris, what have you been doing? Uh, I've been doing. Uh, you can actually hear me this time. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. far. You can almost right. see you too. Your picture's weird, yeah. but the sound is fine. I've been doing some more of my online training for my Salesforce developer and administration. So I've done completed the intermediate now. So I'm onto the advanced. So get that done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. And I've been doing my more of my little photography project on my. Yeah. I've got a sec, I have my second Instagram page now. Uh, pimp, I've dug out. Pimp, pimp it out. Pimp oh, it do out. you? Yeah, yeah. Well, before I did the job I'm doing now, I was a digital asset specialist. So I, was, yeah, I had a. You so touched got assets. A, <laughs> so I had a. I've got a city and guilds in in digital photography and digital imaging. Oh, wow. So I dug out all my cameras and got my trail cams out on my telescope. And I've been uh, photographing, you know, bugs and God knows what else, birds, and leaving the trail cam out and filming the fox that comes in the garden and stuff like oh, that. Wow! Created a new page, and it's just rocketed. It's got like 200, uh, 200 um, followers in the first week. So, sure. yeah. who, who are really you? Well. What is it? Kent, Kent uh-huh. Garden Critters. It's called Kent, Kent Garden, Garden Critters. Oh, so there you are. Some, yeah, some close-up shots of bees and oh, spiders. And... I love your magpie. Look, yeah. I love, I not, love not magpies. The, not on the mic, Mike. <laughs> no, wait, are you actually talking about the bird? Yes, I am. <laughs> oh. oh, my God, dude. I, I fucking love magpies. They're like my favourite animal. Yeah. Oh, he's adorable. Yeah, we have a nesting pair, so, yeah. No way. Uh, the bugs are fucking... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. We call, I was in our veggie patch, yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of red lily That's great. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really, that's really rocketed. It's got, I think I've got over 200 followers now, so... Yeah, I, I started it like... What is it called? It's called Kent said, Garden Christmas. He said it twice. Oh, I wasn't listening, sorry. <laughs> Anyway, we watched a film. We did watch a film. We did. It was my choice, which I chose in a rush because I was put on the spot and didn't know it was my turn. (laughs) And then when I got downstairs that night, just suddenly remembered about 30 other films that I've been wanting to do for ages. And guess what wasn't one of them? (laughs) Halloween H2O. (laughs) Halloween H2O. And who was it directed by? And what was the box office take-ins and things like that? um, I can tell you some of that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mysterious. I like it. Um, Halloween H2O was released in 1998, directed by Steve Miner, written by, will come as no surprise to anyone, an entire fleet of people. Such a Frankenstein film. I'm going to say... Which is interesting. Yeah, I'm going to say right off the bat that I like Halloween H2O. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's, um, it is a Halloween film for the Scream generation, which That's- is really, really interesting because Scream was obviously directed by Wes Craven, but it was the revival of the horror genre, which in itself was kind of revived early on by uh, Halloween. Yeah. So it's almost like a film that came around that was amazing was then 
kind of piggybacked on by another film that was amazing. And then this came out. <laughs> so, uh, Halloween yeah. H2O, what's that got to do with water? Okay. Ha- let me- <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I said this before we started recording, so it's not going to be very natural, but it annoys the hell out of me <laughs> yeah. that Halloween H2O is twenty years later. Is literally named twice in its title. <laughs> Halloween, Halloween twenty, twenty years later. <laughs> Even the title of the film is a fucking cock up. Shaka when the walls <laughs> fell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I suppose it depends what country and how you pronounce it. Halloween H two zero. Halloween H2. Well, there is that H twenty. Like literally, yeah, literally everybody says H two O. Absolute fucking murder on the SEO though, lads. Because when I was trying to search for this film, um, I found this random Disney show uh, where girls turn into mermaids. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, oh, yeah. It was really funny because um, Harry asked me earlier in the week. She said, "Oh, what's the film you got to watch for AH?" And I was like, "Oh, it's H2O." And she went, "H2O," and I was like, "What? What's what's that?" She's like, "Oh, the, the show with the mermaids." I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" She's like, "Your sister will know it." And then my sister came around a, a couple of days later to pick up some. Um, her washing machine's broken so she's using our and I just randomly thought I was like I'll oh, fucking get her now I said I said to my sister oh if I said to you HGO what would you say she's like well, water and I was like anything <laughs> else and she went H2O and I was like what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck is this show that I know nothing about that like every girl seems to fucking know about uh, it's on Netflix it's called H2O just add water oh well, right, okay I can tell you nothing for now I won't be watching that <laughs> I might um, oh, so that's yeah. my choice uh, you, you are now I can see your second monitor. <laughs> um, so the budget was 17 million, which actually surprises me because it feels like a more expensive. <laughs> That's film. it. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it almost made that back domestically in its opening weekend. Wow. Yeah, it's not really it's not really surprising. It's a Halloween film. I'm pretty sure they've all done really, really well. But uh, yeah, overall gross, it made 55 million, nearly 56 million. <laughs> it's written by a team of people, which is no surprise because, like, if you're familiar with like, any film, but particularly horror films, when they're written by more than one person or more than two <laughs> people, you're like, <laughs> so like, if you look at any um, any Blumhouse film, pretty much, if you any of the worst ones, if you ever look, they're all written by five or six people. It's a you know, it's, it's a well known fact that if a film's written by more than three people, it's a fucking shit show. You've got Deborah Hill and John Carpenter credited as writers, but they're only credited as characters for writing characters. So that would be Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. So they mm. did not write any of this film. So the people that wrote it. Actually, it's only two people if you look at it that way. It's a guy called Robert Zapier and a man called Matt Greenberg. Robert Zapier has written the likes of Jackass 3D, Tom and Jerry, Knight Rider the movie. Yeah. So you can see why this guy was chosen to write a Halloween film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just look at Nitro Circus. Like, all he's done is take something that's a, uh, effectively a real-life thing yeah. and put it on film. So the other guy, Matt Greenberg, uh, he wrote – he's written horror. Like, he wrote uh, The New Pet Cemetery, which I like. I know I'm in the minority there. No, I liked it. You liked it, yeah. I, I enjoyed yeah. the film. Rain of Fire, which is a good film. 1408, which is a good film. Seventh Son, I haven't seen. He wrote a uh, one of the shorts on Masters of Horror along with Wes Craven. Um, so he's got some pretty big horror credentials. The film gave me the impression that it was uh, created for 
horror fans sort of thing because the whole entire well, film from start to end is a tip of a hat to yeah. its predecessor to you know scream to psycho oh, yeah. to janet yeah. lee and it's concentrated so much on that it's almost forgotten about itself sure yeah uh well that's kind of why it's a frankenstein yeah. film because it, yeah. it was all it's it, the whole thing's just pure fan service yeah uh it's like yeah. It's all, again, it's just like a couple cut out, like a bunch of teenagers put them in a situation. I mean, I know the original yeah. Halloween was that, but like, yeah, it this this has got such a 90s feel to it, which is not yeah. nothing against that for me. I love it, but it's it's a, it's a Halloween film for the screen generation, 100%. Yeah. Like, even down to the fact that I don't know if any of you noticed that Marco Beltrami is um credited as doing the score for the film. Well, that is because it is the score for some screen. I, I read that, yeah. So yeah. they just lifted most of the score from Scream, apart from the obvious bit. Like really, <laughs> they, obvious they were going to use the original Halloween yeah. score, but it wasn't modern enough. No, so, no, yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a whole other soundtrack to this film that you can actually find if you look, and it's by a composer I forget who. But yeah, they fucked that off because they wanted the popular uh, Michael Butch. Because uh, Kevin Williamson is actually a producer on this film. They were going to use John Carpenter's version, but they didn't. They went to to Marco and said, "Can we, you revamp yeah, it to the Scream?" equivalent yeah so he was a lazy cunt and i assume what he did was like he left it till the night before and then was like oh, fuck i haven't done my homework i know i'll just grab bits from scream and i'll use bum, that bum, 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 bum. yeah then i'll make a really fucking lazy version of the uh, halloween score I sound like well, I hate a terrible this film, mask. I really don't hate the film. <laughs> the mask is the worst in the oh, franchise. It's which, got eyebrows and fucking spiky hair. Which one are you talking about? Because they, they changed it halfway through. Yeah, they did. Yeah. The, the second one. Yeah, the second one's fucking awful. It's oh, really like fucking bad. How, how can you just like you you film a movie like no 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 the mask gonna change it? We're gonna have to reshoot all the scenes. <laughs> no, dude, like Stick with it. Don't change your mind halfway through. And then apparently at one point it's even CGI'd on. And uh, yeah. I, I don't know that point. I, I didn't get on with this film. I, I'm going to just put it out there now. There, there's far too much I just didn't like about it. Yeah. Um, I Also, they didn't have Nick Castle play uh, Michael. Yeah. So it was just some, what looked like a really short guy. Like he didn't what? have. Because it was covered by a mask anyway, but it does a small frame. Like Nick Castle's a big dude, man, and he's fucking yeah. like but he brought mannerisms to it too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a the, the, yeah. You know, the little tilts of the heads in the original that Nick Castle was doing. The, the, the yeah. weren't in this film. Yeah. No, we got we got weird, petulant, stabby, grabby child reaching through a gate and going, <laughs> Yeah, what was that? <laughs> oh, Chris Durand apparently was Michael. Um, I actually I actually really like the opening title bump. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that little I love that guy, but I really I really enjoy that opening title bump. Yeah. Really How she then do. goes back into the house and yeah, and, and it's, it to... feels so much like Halloween. It's, it's yeah, it's glorious. It kind of, it kind of, it makes it makes him less of a. It fails in some aspects of the film, but it, that that opening definitely makes Michael a scary figure. Yeah, nice like ice we, skate through the face. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What, that's what yeah. you want. Original kills. That's what and the old for, and the yeah. old body. I like the old body falling onto someone kind of bit as well. A trope. That's a that. horror yeah. trope. Is is a horror trope um, talking a speech with sports equipment as a weapon? Because I think I've seen that in quite a few films recently. <laughs> well, we, you know, we, we had it in Get Out. We had it in. Yeah. Um, we had it in this. It's like, yeah, want to get nuts? It's like, oh, you can end up without your bum. Just, 
Yeah, Jimmy's been suspended five times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been suspended five times for getting a little crazy with the stick. If you know what I mean. I love Brilliant. it. I, mean, I love it. They mix the beer and smash <laughs> the kitchen up. Max. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, and they uh, uh, smashed up the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. the office is a mess, and they smashed up the kitchen. Uh, He's fucking great. And they went He's in your drawers and they sniffed all your pants. It was yeah. really weird. <laughs> and, and, uh, he made me put them on. It was terrible. <laughs> You're only in there two minutes. Yeah, yeah. It was awful. <laughs> They're dead. He's very convincing. I promise. Yeah. yeah, but then we uh, we flip to the school. Yeah, a very uh, teachery, drunk Laurie Strode, who looks a little bit like Michael Bolton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am not keen on this version of Laurie Strode. No, no, I'm not. She's annoying. I'm going to put it out there and say I think Halloween is probably my least favourite franchise of, the, of all time. You know, <laughs> Of the Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> Paul has a uh, Paul has left the chat. <laughs> Paul has actually left the chat. Oh God, wow! I, I yeah, that that killed him. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've come back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I mean that, that's fair enough. I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is gone. I can see why <laughs> people wouldn't like uh, the original Halloween, to be honest with you. Well, I love it, but I, w- I went to the cinema to see it on the re-release when it was played, and it was fucking hilarious because there was a group of teenagers in there who clearly never seen the film before, and it was one of those <laughs> where they'd heard about it their whole lives and whatnot, and they'd gone to see it. And about an hour in, they very audibly began moaning about how boring it was, got up and left. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was and like, I can see it. I can see why a modern teenager would think. I just, I just think in general, if you look back to the, um, the times or uh, the films of the time, you had Friday the 13th and um, Nightmare on Elm Street uh, uh, all going on at the same time. And I, I think yeah, I prefer both of those. Halloween, Halloween was before both of them mm-hmm. by years, by years. All right, shut up. In fact, it's kind, um, of, it's kind of the thing that established the trope of the unstoppable. Cult. Oh, ha- absolutely! And Friday the Thirteenth yeah. was originally the first one was originally written as a spoof of Halloween, oh, as, right. a, as a joke. <laughs> I'm trying to make a very valid point here, <laughs> and it's not coming across. No, but no. Um, I, I, even right down to I watched the the Friday the Thirteenth that's on Netflix, the the one that just part of there, which is a reboot effectively. Oh, the reboot, like, the reboot, yeah. yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> Don't put me to <laughs> off. Talk about that fucking film to me. Actually, I quite like it. Um, <laughs> I really like. I really like. Um, uh, obviously, you know, she has the dream, and then. Josh Hartnett is far too affectionate for to, for, what to his mum. What the fuck is with that guy's head? When he like runs in <laughs> and he he runs into her and he's like, "Oh, did you have a bad dream?" And he's like stroking her arm. That that is weird. That is creepy. And also, I love the fact that Josh Hartnett is clearly like a man at that point. Is playing a fucking seventeen-year-old boy, and all they've done, <laughs> all they've done to make him look seventeen, is just put a four XL shirt on him. Yeah. Oh, that shirt, mate. <laughs> I think that, that was just that was just 90s fashion though. It's so big. No, but like it's I thought it was supposed to look like, you know, oh look, you're still a kid. No, 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 like, no. I'm 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ye
seventeen now, Mum, and you're no, like, that, no, you're not. That was that was a a fashion thing in the nineties. You'd have known that, Mike, if you were like in you know take more than five. <laughs> hey. Super baggy shirt with a, yeah. a tie that long. Yeah, super baggy trousers too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean. I mean, I went. I was a teenager in the, you know, in in the late nineties and and two thousands. So we we had the big old flare, the big old flare jeans. Yeah, I remember those. They were yeah. stupid. They were so dumb. I can't. And and I used to fucking skateboard with them as well. Yeah. So I just get them caught on fucking no, no, everything. No, no. Let me tell you what. I saw a lot of people because I I skated at that time. Yeah. I saw a lot of people skating in those jeans, but what I actually saw was a lot of people carrying skateboards around and occasionally. <laughs> standing on them because you can't fucking skate in those trousers <laughs> when i say by the way just as a point of clarity when i say i skated at the time what i actually mean was i carried a skateboard around and occasionally stood on <laughs> i i just i claimed i was into bmxing even though i never owned a bmx and dude, uh... dude we all did that we all of us <laughs> dude i like your pants are you a skater no nah, bmxer hell okay. yeah bro i'm fucking yeah i had the gear man airwalk t-shirts airwalk trainers carried a skateboard around with me could not skate for shit <laughs> yeah i don't know you 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 put up a good attempt well a i just times. i just went along on it i didn't, didn't really do much else other than that <laughs> more than me i bought the airwalk jeans and i'm like yeah they're baggy as fuck now i like eminem so yeah. that's well <laughs> us and fucking 90 percent of the other people mate so we weren't alone there don't we no no i miss the 90s let's talk about josh hartney's hair Let's talk about his ridiculous hair. What the fuck is with that guy's hair? Like, every film I've ever seen him in looks like he's just got out of bed. Every single now, film. Nowadays, that's the fashion. So, t- technically, he was trend-setting. I guess, yeah. I mean, I'll, I don't know. Well, if you look at Mike, I, I don't know what he's doing with his hair. I think he's joined the Blue Man group. I know that. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's because it's because I can't be bothered to go and turn my light on, and my my main monitor is off. Which uh, when it's off, it just gives out a blue light. But until you actually physically turn it off. But when Do you know, no- that's, that's just reminded me of something. I used to really, really adore the blue VS VCR screen. You know, the standby screen in your VCR before you yeah. put in that blue. Love it. Yeah. Represented really well in screen. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. If, if ever you want to buy something for Paul, just make sure it's a VCR blue. VCR blue. I, I do need a VCR. Mate, VCR blue is such a fucking good name for a synthwave band. Uh, is it? You, you need to form a synthwave band. You need to learn an instrument. And We've then done it. Like, We've already done it. Stunning. Right, this, this we literally band. just did it then. Yep. <laughs> you are now looking at all the members of VCR, VCR blue. VCR blue. <laughs> We're going to the top, guys. We're going to the top with this. You, you've got Mike on the keys. You've got Chris on the keys. You've got Paul on the keys. Although, on the keys. Although, you know what? You know what? Mike was trying to get a podcast going for years before we come along. We made it happen. So maybe we can make his synthwave dreams come true here. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't in other podcasts before this. Now you were, no. but none of them did anything and were not consistent. <laughs> And when you've got a face as good as this, uh, like, it can sell anything. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait is it, what? what? <laughs> uh, Dan was just pointing at my face, everyone. So uh, that was nice of him. That was nice of him. Um, yeah, th- this film this film has got some really cool moments. It, but it is totally, and it's really interesting that Jamie Lee Curtis is teaching about why does she call it Frankenstein, but Frankenstein. Mm. Um 
it's really interesting that um, she talks about Frankenstein in the movie because this to- this film is you're absolutely right, Paul. It's a complete fucking Frankenstein of yeah. a movie. It's got every single horror trope imaginable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although one one of the coolest shots in horror is when when um, obviously it was skipping skipping through the film as as per usual, where Jamie Lee Curtis is walking through the. Um, is walking through her hallway with the fire axe and then and then Michael just drops down on a one arm reverse pull up just, goes, just <laughs> yeah. lowers himself down yeah. almost like like if you'd have seen an alien doing that like a xenomorph you'd be like fuck that's cool but because you're seeing a human do it like it's even cooler because you're like fuck me the strength of the guy and obviously you've seen him lift someone up with a knife just with a knife at this point and you're just like fuck me like how strong is this guy it's insane the the film was uh it was originally supposed to be a a copycat killer there were it was originally planned that yeah little charlie josh artnett's little mate who but yeah was supposed he was supposed to be a a copycat killer um which is hilarious he's about five foot four (laughs) (laughs) oh mickey Um, mice yeah yeah But let's run around in Mickey Mouse moss. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, and it was it, apparently it was fairly late in the day that they they changed that idea back to just making it like a, a Michael Myers, yeah, um, escaping job. Um, and the guy and the, and the guy that plays Charlie was already recruited for the role at that point. So was someone had to tell him, oh, actually, you're not the killer anymore. You're just fodder. You're gonna die in a shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also love that. I feel like Jamie Lee Curtis had a fuck quotient. It's like because she says it the first time, she's like, "What the fuck are you doing walking around town?" And he's like, "Mother, don't say that." I'm sorry, mother, don't say that. It's me, seventeen-year-old Josh Hartnett. And then, um, and then it's like she, she, she was like, she did that scene, and then went, "I, I'm gonna need to say fuck a lot more because." A randomly just saying fuck just increases throughout the rest of that film, <laughs> especially in the second half. She's just going, fuck, and then runs away. And you're like, what, what are you doing, Jamie? Um, the, the, and we cool move on to... to the, we, sorry? Because uh-huh. it was cool to say it back then. Yeah. <laughs> What's um, the scene with the, with the, the mother and, and son going to the bathroom is also fucking chilling. I, 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 I love that scene. Because I think it's it's quite relatable. Like I think we've all been in that situation where you like you're in a public restroom and you're like, oh, God, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, dodgy you as yeah, fuck. Yeah. I could get murdered. Yeah. Well, not not uh, Paul. They, Paul knows all the all the martial arts. That's a scene that they recreate in the 2018 one, isn't it? Doesn't he drop a handful of teeth over the top? In the oh, what does he one? really? Yeah. Oh, that's grim. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. But yeah, there's an awful. This film it is it replicates an awful lot of scenes that are in the 1978 one. You know, you had the whole um, girl looking out of the classroom window and seeing Michael standing there, and then yeah. then being distracted, and then looking back, and he's gone. And it, a lot of this stuff was in the first one. It's just like basic replication. Fucking <laughs> the chicken boxes. The fucking shade <laughs> coming from Molly though, and her dodgy eyebrows. By the way, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> oh god damn! They're so thin. <laughs> yeah. I think again that was a nineties thing, like the exact opposite to what it is now. You know where they've got callop caterpillars above the <laughs> I, I definitely prefer it not the caterpillars. Well that's because you've got your eyebrows modelled after Molly, don't you, mate? <laughs> I try. <laughs> You'd be gluing them down and drawing them on afterwards. Damn. <laughs> did you did someone shave one of your eyebrows off once when we were younger? I seem to remember seeing you at some point with no eyebrows. <laughs> 
don't know why that just popped into my head. No, I, I remember there was a time that we went to Margate and uh, one of our friends punched me really hard and cut all my eye open. I've now lost half of the eyebrow there as a result of it because it's just oh. scar tissue. Um, but yeah, I don't don't ever remember shaving my eyebrows. But then there's a lot of stuff I did that I don't necessarily remember. <laughs> Do you know? Uh, you know, Whoopi Goldberg has no eyebrows, and that's like a just a, a thing. Is it? Yeah. Huh. Oh right. Well, now you're welcome because this blew my fucking mind as well. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> what, she she doesn't have eyebrows. Whoopi. Whoopi Goldberg has no fucking eyebrows, right? And this is like a thing she chose to do way earlier on in her career. And now that you now that you see it, you'll never unsee it. Because <laughs> now every time I see her, I'm like, no eyebrows, no eyebrows, no eyebrows, no eyebrows. Instead of whatever she's doing. It's ruined Star Trek for me. Yes. Oh my god, she has no eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> How have I never noticed? Yeah, she's not n- never, not in Sister Act, not in fucking anything. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck spell it? Whoopi. Oh, uh, W H. What the fuck? I have never noticed. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's fucked up, man. Right, see, see, this is my point. <laughs> How does she stop sweat dripping in her eyes? I don't know. Maybe she doesn't sweat. <laughs> it is weird as fuck. Do you know it's like that thing, uh, just uh, whipping it back to being horror-related? Whooping it back. You, you, you see that, did you? Got that, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I only found, I only realised in later life when I read it on the internet that Freddy Krueger's jumper is green and red and not black and red. <laughs> oh my god, you're completely right. Yeah, it is. Oh, you just got that now. See? Yeah, fuck. I'd seen that, that film like dozens and dozens of times, and I only found out that it wasn't black and red. But I <laughs> read it online as an adult and was like, holy fuck. No, I, was, I could see it wasn't black and red. Oh, of too- course you could. Yeah. And you know where <laughs> flight MH170 is, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's an obscure pull. That's... <laughs> okay. I, I do, but I'm not at liberty to discuss. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so in certain disclosure agreements that uh, we're allowed to say. We've already discussed the fact that you're obviously not in that room, Dan, and that you're obviously on a green screen. So obviously you're in a government bunker somewhere. Yep, which is why you haven't seen your family in a while because they fucking relocated. <laughs> Yes, I, I haven't seen Joanna and um, Jackie in ages. <laughs> what have you seen, Dan? Why are you on witness protection? <laughs> if that is your real name. Yeah, sorry, what did you call me? Simon <laughs> Toddworth. <laughs> Barry Nesbitt. Oh, my God. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Where? Oh, and Paul, well, you mentioned about uh, Josh Hartnett's hair. Um, yeah. I've just been reading it. Apparently, there's a line that LL Cool J throws in, who is in- incidentally the worst security officer of all time. <laughs> also um, the worst author of all time. Yeah. Um, but he threw an ad lib no. line in about um, sort your hair out. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was unscripted. So he actually did aim a comment uh, during uh, filming at Josh Hartnett's hair. Don't you think, like, Josh Hartnett's character was just an. He's just. To, just too smug about fucking everything. Well, he is in everything he does. 
Yeah, but he's, but, I don't know. Actually, not everything. He's not in 30 Days of Night. No. He's in Packle, he yeah. He's the same character, basically. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. I like Josh Hartnett, though. Yeah. He's I did good. read that he wasn't going to do it um, until he heard that um, Jamie Lee Curtis was coming back and then was mm. like, oh, it's got profile enough. I will attempt to give myself to ah. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if all the actors thought that about number five. Uh, yeah, or four, was, four, whichever one she dies in. I can't remember. There's, right, there were a lot right of, at the uh, beginning. There were a lot of institutions and things like that. With that, I mean, the the whole Janet Lee thing um, only came about because PJ Souls wouldn't commit to doing it. So obviously, PJ Souls was in the first one, um, and she was approached to play the mother role for J- Jamie Lee Curtis's mother and. She well, she didn't say yes or no, but she didn't commit, and that's why I ended up approaching Janet Lee. So there's a lot of swapping around of who was actually in it yeah. right up until it started filming. Janet Amazing. Lee, her mother. Janet Lee plays her mum. Does yeah. she? Yes, that's Janet Lee from Psycho, and Janet- it's the same car and the same license plate. Well, it's her mum too, isn't it? Yeah, it's your her mum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mum. <laughs> yeah. Man, I wish it was my mum. I'd be rich. <laughs> I love the fact that I, I know they're obviously trying to make um throughout the film they're like, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis' character, like she's constantly afraid of 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 Michael. But there's that scene when um the her boyfriend is walking down quite a not a, a badly lit like alleyway, and then he walk, and then she's she's seeing Michael right up to the point where he's inches uh, yeah. from her face, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I seem to keep sneaking up," and he's like, "No, no, you didn't sneak up on her. You walked at her from <laughs> from several <laughs> yards off and slowly walked back towards her." Uh, I really hate that boyfriend of hers, the teacher. <laughs> yeah. I all the all the it, all the like the scenes where they're being like intimate, like a scene where she's oh, like they're kissing on the sofa. That is <laughs> uncomfortable. Awful. It's like watching your parents do it. It is, yeah. <laughs> Michelle Williams is great though. Who's that Molly? Yeah. Yeah, she's she's a great actress. She's a great actress. Too. That's what I was saying before before the whole eyebrow controversy. Um, oh, what else has she been in? Like she's been in quite a few things. Fucking loads of stuff. Dawson's yeah. Creek, fucking um All right, there's no need with the fucking Dawson's Creek. Season one, she was in Dawson's Creek. Season two, <laughs> she was in. Wait, wait, she was in Dawson's Creek. Season three, hang on, she was in Dawson's Creek. Season four, she was in Dawson's Creek. Season five, and Dawson's Creek. Season six. But spoiler alert, she dies in it. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I love, I love this because uh, obviously she's dating her her son, um, and then she's like, "Oh, Emily, care to care to talk about Frankenstein's monster?" And she's like, "Yeah, um, I just think he waited too long uh, to confront the monster and deal with it uh, because by the time he did, he had nothing left." And then this is like, <laughs> I just thought it was real catty. I was like, "Molly, the shade of it all." Yeah, and that and, and that yeah. again is a direct replication of the exact same scene in the very first film with the same subject matter. Laurie Strode gives a little speech in that, doesn't she? About uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was to do with fate as well. Fate gets used in right. that as well. Yeah, yeah. Venom, Venom, Venom. Oh, she's in Venom. Yeah, why oh. the <laughs> she chose to do that? On <laughs> Manchester by the Sea. She's in fucking loads of stuff, like real films. She's a really good actor. <laughs> Also, of course, has a child with Heath Ledger. Oh, okay. Oh, that um, that not so alive person. No, he is definitely not. So alive. <laughs> That's a, one way of putting it. Um, dangers of prescription medication, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's why I choose non-prescription. 
Yeah, me too. Straight, I, straight from the streets. I absolutely, I, <laughs> I absolutely loved the um, the garbage disposal. Oh bit. fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> well, I your tender hooks going scared. here. It comes here. It comes here. It comes. And he's like, ha! Turns around and then just gets cut. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, fuck. Ha- yeah. Halloween's famous for doing that. Yeah, yeah. it does that a lot in the first one. I really, I really enjoyed that. The, the the thing I took away from that was like how lazy are fucking Americans that they got to have some mechanism in their sink because they can't be bothered to scrape shit into the bin. I'd love to scrape shit into the sink. And you know, if you like, you scrape leftover dinner or whatever into the bin the day after bin day, and it's in there for a week. It yeah, stinks. I'd love a garbage disposal unit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just lazy it's fucking a- Americans. What I, what I really liked about about the film just, is just uh, just out of interest, you know, half of our listenership is American, yeah, right. <laughs> I live at two one four Broomfield Avenue. Come and see me. That's not actually his address. Don't worry, I'll put it in the. Uh, <laughs> I'll put it in the episode notes. Well, that's gonna be, along, that's gonna be... with, along with his phone number. <laughs> uh, what what I really liked about the film is as though it was um what, what, when is, when was it when did it come out? Oh, ninety eight. 98 so it didn't feel although you can disagree with me it didn't feel very 90s it felt quite it felt quite like the original it felt quite 70s in the aesthetic um maybe um, i'm gonna heavily disagree because it feels fucking ridiculously 90s oh okay it's super 90s i don't know man it, 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 it it's something about the the stock of the film they're using or the the, the color palette or the the color treatment, sorry, or the you know the, the the saturation that they're using, it just feels it feels very thematic to the first two films. Do you know? What I was thinking the other day how I've missed wanky film students, <laughs> <laughs> and there he is. Dan was thinking the other day about how he's missed wanking, and now he's just started doing it while we're recording. I, I, I do that literally. <laughs> I have that. I do that more times. Than I eat meals now. Right. What about um, Jamie Lee's alcoholism? Can you relate to that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think Chris touched upon it earlier, but let's just talk about how terrible LL Cool J is as a security guard. Oh, he's just terrible. I don't even know what he's pointing in this film. <laughs> he gets shut the shit up, like, yeah. in the corridor. And then, oh, yeah, a bullet scraped me. And I yeah. Yeah. yeah, but we also, we, we do get his wonderful fiction. I'm sorry, but... Uh, tumultuous, tumultuous melon breast. Tumultuous melon breast. He's doing that weird lip thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking disturbing. And then at the end, he's like, I'm going to run a thriller. A thriller. And it's like, why does no one... Why is everyone calling horror thriller at this point? It's a fucking it's horror. going to write a romantic horror. It's just a shit security blank. I mean, he's got, he's got a car pulls up at the gate. That he's not getting a response to, so he opens the fucking gate. <laughs> That's the first thing I'm going to do in this situation: is open the fucking gate. Yeah, well done, mate. <laughs> to be honest, what, what would you do? I, I would call for someone. Oh, and not call for someone and not open oh. the gate. Are you sure you can call, John? Call police. <laughs> can, can you come and help me? No, mate. I'm in the bath. Like, <laughs> I work for Microsoft. Why, why are you fucking calling me? I love it. Like, 
I love it. They just like he just lets the kids out, the kid out as well. He's just like, yeah, go on in. Yeah, it takes very little persuasion. So yeah. I'm, I'm literally watching the yellow Cool J dying scene, and apparently he was scraped by a scraped by the bullet, but there is a pool of blood underneath it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is yeah. way more blood than a scrape would give you, and yet he still is able to come back to life and be in there for the end. What can no. I say, man? Ladies love cool James. He does have a <laughs> habit of that because the same thing happens in Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> Must be in his contract. Yeah, that is oh, like cool James thing. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just say you like Deep Blue Sea? Yeah, I quite like it. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> as shitty as those sharks look. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like terrible scenes. Yeah, but... I, I enjoy it too. Uh, no, this film just I didn't get on with it. Going going back to going back to the scene with the with the fire axe, I really love everything about that because she's she's stalking down and then obviously he turns around. She thwacks that fucking axe into him. The way that he pulls it out and then when he drops it, the way the subtle way that the camera like shakes as it hits the ground just really conveys like this is a fucking great big heavy fire like way heavier than a fire axe should be for it to be usable in a fire situation <laughs> but for the purposes of the film this is a heavy fucking axe and Myers has just taken it out with one hand and then you know watching uh, Laurie fucking cut the head off I love that that's how the film ends as well like it just fucking ends head off done thank you goodbye no like I'm amazing sorry wouldn't be able to cut, cut through all that bone and sinew that the spinal nerve in one sweep no that's your that's your biggest problem with the film the multitude of problems i've got with it you could not cut someone's head off with one sweep like that it's impossible maybe you couldn't i've tried many times it doesn't come off in one go you're not laurie strode <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I I I agree with all your points, but I just happen to like them all. Like, <laughs> yeah. Not, I mean, not in a not in a God. This film is a piece of art way. Yeah. Like, fucking hell, it is a ridiculous fucking film. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's bordering on ridiculous at times. Like, <laughs> but I it. Um, fucking Halloween Resurrection makes this film look like Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably where I'm doing all right because I've only watched the first two. I've never watched three, four, five, six. I've watched uh, this one and I've not watched the one after. You've not watched the new one? No. What? I've you not watched the new one either. You have what? <laughs> Chris? Oh, yeah, I've seen the new one. Oh, okay. You two realise this is a horror podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the, whole, why... the whole idea of you bringing me on was that I was a complete fucking greenhorn. No, the whole idea of bringing you on was because you talk a lot and would fill all the awkward silences. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. In episode four, when Mike storms off in a half and we're all sitting there going, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually want to talk about. And then I think later come on and say, yeah, this is why I provide value. So shut the fuck up, you lot. And we're like, yeah, okay, stay. We love you. <laughs> What's the word? I get put in my place every now and then. That's that's. I need that. I need you that. I need those boundaries. On this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. In all fairness, so do I. Uh, I well, we all do. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's be honest. None well, of us walk away from recording this episode feeling good about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> 
true story. <laughs> Without this podcast, my, my ego would be rampant. <laughs> that you three cunts telling me how much of a prick I am. <laughs> Especially Chris. He never shuts up, does he? Never oh, right? Except last week when his internet made him shut up. See, the, I'm just watching. I've got Halloween on now. The other thing that pisses me off, like the guy has been going for six episodes or whatever, and still we can't seem to do more than just skim someone with a fucking knife. He does, yeah, he does do that a lot, right? But bro, have you not learned how to stab someone yet? Don't you think it's weird that at some point Michael Myers has learned to drive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen and the that... anger he's in as well? Like, with all the murder he's prepared to do. Would you prefer he put, put, yeah. you prefer or... put pee plates on the car? I would prefer that. And they try to dismiss it in a really... In the, in the first one, they have a whole thing about that, because escaping from the mental hospital. But then there's a whole uh, dialogue between Loomis and the guy at the in charge of the asylum, or whatever it was, wasn't it? Like, so how can he have driven away? He, no, he, he can't drive. And it's like, Maybe someone round here taught him, and that was yeah. it. They just left it at that. Yeah. Everyone it's, just it, accepted it. He's been looking at it called uh, Asylum for the Criminally Insane since he was like seven years old. Yeah. He can somehow drive a car. So Michael, who has who has not uttered a word for years of his life, managed to walk over to someone and mime. Teach me how to drive, mate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and another <laughs> fucking insane person went, okay, once the voices have stopped, I'll teach you how to drive. I do I do like, going back to uh, the car, like, I do like that it's a, a modern film set in modern times, yet somehow Michael ends up with a 1930s fucking truck. Yeah. Because <laughs> it looks creepy. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the whole point. I love, love the bit with the um, woman and child in the public toilet where he drops the yeah. teeth over the top of the toilet. He doesn't drop the teeth in this one. That's been the new one. Oh, is that the new one? Yeah, yeah that, that's what we, we covered this earlier. Oh, yeah. hold on. I thought you hadn't seen the new one. No, but I, I know that scene. Oh, that, that, scene was in, that scene was in the trailer. Chris covered the fact it was in the new one. Oh, and right. Me and Mike covered the fact that uh, the bathroom scene was awesome. Doesn't he do something like that in... The new one, yes. No, 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 in uh, H2O. Yeah, yeah he, does. he doesn't drop teeth. Oh, right. He does a public There's a, there's a scene in the bathroom. That's what I said. I said I, said I really enjoyed the scene takes, in the bathroom. Uh, he steals her yeah, bag. he just takes the bag. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even kill him. He just commits <laughs> a small robbery. Oh, that pissed me off, man. You should, if you're going to, like, have a mindless killer who kills everyone who comes into contact with, why not the woman and child? Like, commit to it, man. Paul's going to give a talk at the next villain conference. <laughs> But that's, Stick that's to your been guns. A, that's <laughs> always right. been a laughing point. Through all the films, that's always been a laughing point. That he seems to be able to like, drive around in car. He's always parked at the side of the road. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. one bats an eyelid that he's, there's a guy in this fucking mask just yeah. parked up at the side of the road. <laughs> or, like, stop he, for he fuel at some point. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, there's the other thing with him. He's either just boldly walking down the street in the, in the boiler suit and mask, or he's creeping around, ducking in hedges and crawling yeah. on the floor to get a <laughs> Either one is equally as absurd. I mean, in fairness, he might, he, he might take the mask off and everyone, he just looks like a dude. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, really so he goes to get grass and he... Petrol. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes I'll just pull it, turn it off, pull it over what there. About, what about food? When does Michael Myers sit down and have dinner? 
<laughs> well, this is like the how does Batman piss in the suit thing. It's like these yeah. are the things we're not supposed to think about. Well, I mean, yeah. Spider-Man's whimsical. You know, Michael Myers is not whimsical. Like, can you imagine him choosing what to have for dinner that night? <laughs> doesn't, he, doesn't he in the first one eat a dog? When he comes back to Haddonfield, they find a half-eaten dog. And Loomis says, oh, he got hungry. Um, obviously, that doesn't account for every single bloody meal. Yeah, it might do. I have sort of don't think I've ever made that connection, though. That maybe he's <laughs> but yeah, they say, like, well, yeah. Also taking a shit, like he's got to take his boiler suit off. <laughs> Oh, If you ever owned, if you ever owned a onesie and then needed to take a shit, it's yes. a nightmare. No, yes. I'm a grown man. No, I have onesies. <laughs> yeah, I've got two. Yeah. <laughs> in fairness, in fairness, I've got one as well. Yeah, my yeah, daughter's got one. My daughter, my oldest daughter's got a, a Totoro onesie that's got a butt flap. Amazing. Got like a Velcro butt flap on it. I, I wouldn't trust a butt flap, I don't think. <laughs> nah, me either. Me either. So, I, so I, yeah. I walk around with it open all the time. I guarantee oh, the butt it. flap. Oh, yep. okay. <laughs> That's like with a lot of these horror, like those horror franchises of the time, there's some things that you should just, like, they expect you to just overlook, like the fact that Freddy's a child killer. Yeah. Like, oh, Freddy's great. Look how whimsical Jokey is. How cool is Freddy? Well... Freddie kills children, and people don't just kill children. I assume he's a paedophile. Yeah. Well, don't they, isn't it like massively implied in the reboot that he's yeah, like yeah. I'm yeah. Very much in the reboot? It's because uh, that's why he gets hunted down by all the, the parents. Yeah, that's the same as the original one, but they just kind of gloss over it. Like after that initial film, they gloss over the fact that he's a paedophile. Right. Oh, I, t- I tell you what, my my favorite my favorite paedophile kill of all time. Yes, I have one. Um, is in the Spawn comic with Billy Kincaid. So Billy Billy Kincaid's this guy who drives around in a in a um ice cream truck and and like grabs kids in. It's like, oh, do you want a free lollipop? And um, Spawn kills him by tying him up with his like massive chains and um and just making him choke on a uh, on an ice lolly. That's <laughs> uh it's great. They just uh, when the police find him they're like there were there were ice lollies in every hole. <laughs> like fucking hell. Spawn was so like wannabe 90s like middle 90s it was great. Awesome. Like the film. My favorite pedo kill was all the kills in Kill List. Yeah, that's true. That's true. My, my favorite pedo kill was the day that Michael Jackson died. <laughs> now I've got. A... Do I cut that? <laughs> we'll just do this. Dan's opinions are not the opinions. Of <laughs> oh my god! The amount of times when I was listening back to some of the old episodes, you had to put that in. It's ridiculous. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Chris, what's your what's your favourite Peter Far kill? Oh bloody hell! <laughs> I'm going to have to, let me have a think on that one. Right. I'll blurt something out in a few minutes' time. <laughs> we'll have no context. Jimmy Sidewalk will go, what the fuck, Chris? What you know what? I'd really love to call this episode now, but probably shouldn't. <laughs> My favourite paedophile kill. <laughs> favourite pedo kill. <laughs> and despite all its shortcomings, and it does have a lot of shortcomings, uh, I like it. It's a fun old romp, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's probably, <coughs> uh, if you include the newest one, it's probably my third favourite of the whole. whole. Oh, and we'll exclude Halloween 3 because it's not 
anything to do with it. Yeah. Of all the actual Halloween Michael Myers films, it's my third favourite. Obviously, the that, first one and the newest one. So I guess I guess I'd I'd also say get it watched. Yeah, get it watched. Yeah. yeah. Same. Ridiculous, preposterous, and just a laugh. Uh, yeah. Get it watched. Yeah. It funny. Yeah. Like apart from Molly and the other chick in there, who's fairly cute to look at. <laughs> give it a miss. There's nothing else appealing about this film. <laughs> I think I think other people watch films for a different reason than you do, Dan. Credits roll on every credits roll on every film, and you're like, right, let's have a look at some tasty birds. <laughs> if there's not any in it, you're like, this is bullshit, fucking bullshit, and just about three blokes in a boat and a shark. It's bullshit, <laughs> right? Uh, what's your point? <laughs> and you like Jaws, right? Uh, you like Jaws. Yeah. Right? No, no, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> How can you not like that? Okay, no. <laughs> okay, um, uh, and that's what. Got, at least it's got like a decent premise about it, and it's fairly believable to a certain extent. Whereas uh, Halloween, I was just watching, going, "Yeah, that won't work. No, that's wrong. No, that doesn't make sense." Yeah. No. I mean, to be fair, despite the fact that I disagree with you on all these films that you don't like from the podcast, I I do understand why you don't. <laughs> Like, I can see why. I, I absolutely get it in every instance why you don't like the films you don't like. Yeah. I get it. I really do. Well, I, you don't I, agree I, with me. Just I, don't, I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I have done. I have, yeah, you have. Uh, not, on, not on, like, Possum, because I think I see something different in that film to, to what you saw. Yeah, absolutely. Well, obviously, because I liked it, you didn't. Well, you was talking about um, shit. What was uh, the tusk about? How it was just full of speeches and things like that. That that is all possum. That that's what possum is. It's one long speech. Uh, like, yeah, right. but it wasn't so kind of. I did like especially with tusk, like and and a lot of Kevin Smith films. Although I do like Kevin Smith, and I do like most Kevin Smith films. <laughs> like he, I can find him a little bit self. Grandiose, indulgent, you know, very self-indulgent. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and if there's no one there to rein him in, he yeah. comes out with things like Tusk. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> the, the film was so ludicrous that you can kind of accept some of the, the ludicrousness about it. Uh, whereas, Tusk, yeah. yeah, whereas yeah. Halloween H two O is trying to be a serious slasher film that's ludicrous, and I'm like, I can't, I can't put you two together. Have you, you seen? Work. Have you seen Halloween Resurrection? No. Dude, what? <laughs> yeah, go on. Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> that's your homework. <laughs> give, it, give it a watch. It is the biggest fucking joke. Like Buster Rhymes karate fights Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, normally that would sound appealing. It's like Buster Rhymes is going to fight Michael Myers. Um, hello. Yeah, he's so annoying. in supremely annoying in that film. Look, the whole film is ridiculously annoying. I promise you, on this uh, on this podcast, I will watch Resurrection. Okay, Alien Amazing. Resurrection. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. No, Resurrection. Alien it. Resurrection was good. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, it, I, it, I like it, but it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need a separate category for that? Like, yeah. Get it watched. It's not good. Get it watched. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. The, the whole storyline is basically the same as Aliens, but with a really bad CGI Xeno. We'll give it. Give it. A, we'll have to create like an award, like the Golden Trash Can Award. Like it's trash, <laughs> but we love it. 
<laughs> and those were our opinions, but we know why you're really here. You wanna you wanna trudge trudge tra- good words. Good words, Mike. Good fucking words. Mike, is English your first language? Uh ce n'est pas de comprendre, s'il vous plaît. Yeah. Um, bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, ça va? Où est la piscine? Um, oh, I went earlier, mate. <laughs> <laughs> out, my, out my butt flap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the Amazon fucking jungle. <gasps> we have some absolutely golden turds. Um, let's have a look at... Uh, Bailey Shooter gives it one star. What don't, great... don't buy. I've seen every Halloween, and this is by far the worst. Comma so bad. I actually want to be sick just looking at the case. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like someone someone brought the case around her house. She'd be in like mid conversation. So we'll go Bailey. She go what? I show the case. She's like. Um, uh, I'm going to do Jonathan Roadley. Roadley oh, aspect yeah. ratio. <laughs> the Canadian release from Alliance has the correct aspect ratio. Try and hunt that version down to see if the film, to see the film, and how it was shown in the cinemas. Well, I don't like. I don't like that a couple of people think they're being fucking clever. One guy's called Garth Marenghi, and the other guy's called Tyler Durden. Not not happy about this. Uh-huh. Don't fucking give yourself a clever name, especially if you're not going to write a clever review. Um, <laughs> this film, Garth Marenghi, obviously not, um, says forgettable. This film moves along all right. Jamie Lee Curtis puts in, in a decent performance, but that's all there is to say about this film. It was rubbish and unscary. One to miss. I feel like I should do Tyler Durden then, which is crap. Crap! Crap! <laughs> this film is terrible. No, oh, there's no punctuation, so it's even worse. This film is terrible. They're hardly and killings, and half of them are off screen. This is definitely the worst Halloween movie ever. And the mask is stupid, and the hair on on it is sticking up. And every part you see, Myers, you see his eyes through the mask. Don't get this. Yeah, I don't like that. Actually, yeah, dude. Just use a comma and a full stop every now and again. Just... That is the same review that Paul put up, but he gave it five stars. <laughs> <laughs> and I also gave it some punctuation. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. So, I'm going to put full stop in. At least it would help split it up at some point. So, Amazon customer says predictable, unentertaining, and sent me to sleep. Yet another boring flick from the Halloween series, full stop. With its tired out script and non-existent storyline, this is defiantly is one worth to miss. Jamie Lee Curtis is still running from her twisted brother, who insists on wearing an unflattering mask bought from the (laughs) local market. You'd have thought after 20 years he might have changed his image. (laughs) Although it can be bearable if you suffer from insomnia and it uh, and need to get and need help getting to sleep, I would recommend you leave this one alone. Two people found this out. Unflattering mask. Because at some point someone had gone, you know, yeah, yeah. You better finally caught him and stood him up in court. You've been found guilty of in excess of forty murders. Incidentally, the mask is unflattering. <laughs> Well, those are, those are the opinions of some dickheads and our opinions. Um, if you liked listening to this 
here podcast please tell your friends share it on social media um even if one of you does that then it can go out to you know hundreds of other people um and it will help us all become billionaires and then we can you know we can hook up with synth artists and call our kids wi-fi passwords and it will be amazing <laughs> so do that please please call them wi-fi passwords please uh, tell please tell your friends whose choice is it this week I don't know. It was you. So Mike, who is it? I think. Oh, was it me? Oh, Mr. Mike. Oh, Have we got any shout-outs on Instagram or anything like that? Because I know we used to do that. Oh, one. shit, we do, actually. We, I'm going uh, to... Yeah, do that, do that while I think. Um, <laughs> and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll cut this bit. Go nuts. Uh, Gabri- Gabriel Bolsara hit me up, and he's been listening. He just said, uh, I just found you guys, and I'm currently listening to the Greasy Strangler episode. And I had a brief conversation with him. Seems like a really cool guy. So hi, Gabriel. Thanks for listening. Yeah, cheers, man. Uh, Liam Caulfield just said that Ginger Snaps is one of his all-time favourite films. Oh, awesome. Well, that that episode will be out in the world by, by the time this one is done. Uh, Little Daily commented one of uh, her all-time favourites. So, gentlemen, how do we feel about returning to the world of John Mickle Thor? I feel pretty good about it. Do you know okay. what? If you'd have asked me... <laughs> A year ago, before we was doing this, I'm like, really? What the fuck? But actually, Rock and Roll Nightmare was a godsend. Honestly, one of my favourite films of all time. I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that so much. So, so imagine, so, so I thought that was it, a standalone film, that's fucking it. But turns out, lads, John Mickle Thor made more films and he uh, made another film called Something Nightmare. Um, a year later, uh, Zombie Nightmare uh, from 1987. Chocolate Hams, it's available on YouTube for free and also Amazon Prime Video. So have a watch, have a watch before. And, uh, and, yeah. and obviously he wrote the soundtrack. Um, I'm very excited. Actually, actually, it's got some fucking killer people on the soundtrack. Let's just have yeah. a look. You've got Motorhead, Pantera, Girls School. Oh yes, but he didn't direct. And that's early. This. That's early Pantera too. That's like Diamond. Oh, Diamond, um, creamy, like yeah, like t- hair metal Pantera. When they were like yeah, Diamond, Diamond Barrel uh, Daryl instead of D- uh, Dimebag Daryl. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah, man. Zombie Nightmare got one star. I'm now slightly... Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but what did Rock and Roll Nightmare get? Oh, probably, probably one star. Yeah. And that's just that's just for that 20-minute driving down a road scene. It's not in the list. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. But... Do you know what? I'm game. So, it's, so far, it's gonna be... Halloween Resurrection and Zombie Nightmare. I'm in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to send us a text after a few weeks. Guys, I, I quit. Yeah, I'm the dumb. <laughs> Your mic gets stabbed on the street. We're just, we're just. Uh, every time it comes to Mike's choice, we just pretend like his mic's gone out. Got... <laughs> so, was that yours, Mike? Was, Is it was that yours? Yours? Okay. We're doing yours. <laughs> <laughs> uh so um yeah keep it keep it sleazy um i don't know why i said keep it sleazy keep it fucking sleazy. <laughs> keep it sleazy um the real horror is um whoopi goldberg's lack of eyebrows i know right it's such a shocker that <laughs> um and then until next time he has been paul he has been dan he has been and i've been mike <laughs> 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 we'll see you again soon. <laughs>